to the 82 the HD podcast where we talk about things that pop into my mind. It happens all the time. Welcome to the 82 the HD podcast where we talk about things that pop into my mind. I hope you enjoy your time with me. What's good, Swagmasters? <laughs> and welcome to the first episode of 80 to the HD podcast where I, Logan Juleson, talk about absolutely anything that pops into my mind for 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. I don't know how long this is going to go. I'm having a really hard time actually starting this podcast. I feel like I need to perfect it or I need to do, um, I don't know. I have to talk about certain things that are exactly what everyone wants to listen to, but that's not what's going to happen today. I'm actually, I need to channel my inner ADHD and I'm just going to talk about anything and that's just going to be what this podcast is. So if you're listening right now and you're expecting to be absolutely blown away by me coming up with the, um, the equation that solves, um, world peace you're you're not gonna get that today unfortunately um this is mostly just thoughts that i have on the daily um or i guess today so anyway thank you for joining um let's get started um first i i like to talk about something i already kind of thought about i guess that's a little bit cheating but i talked about um this with my roommate the other day and it was something that was on my mind and has been on my mind actually a lot this summer um this is the first summer where i've i've basically worked a nine to five full-time job eight hours a day monday through friday and it's been it's been interesting um i've had to figure out how to actually use my time outside of my job it's been very weird um I have not understood what I should do every day um, with myself or with with my time. And it's weird because I have to really think about it. So when I come home from work, I have to think, okay, I only have, what, like four, maybe five hours until I want to go back to sleep and I need to get good rest. Um, so what should I do in these four hours? And that's something I haven't had to think about before when I was in high school or obviously not middle school. I never worked in middle school, but the summers would consist of me doing nothing usually or waking up during the day, during the day, waking up for the day and figuring out what I want to do as the day is already going. Um, But recently it's been weird. I was talking to my roommate and I was saying, you know, I feel like this is what this is what life is going to be in general. We are going to we are going to absolutely adore the time that we have off from work. And obviously the job I have right now isn't the most enjoyable. It's it's a job to give me money so I can pay for college and it's that's pretty much it. Um it's nothing else. I mean it's it's somewhat fulfilling in a way, but for the most part it's mostly just a job to give me money. Um and yeah, I don't know. I just, I, if I, if I have a job that I enjoy, will the time that I have outside of the job be less precious? I don't know. But my point is, um, 
And the time that I have now outside of my job is so precious that I, I try to do things and stay productive even outside of my job, which which finally makes more sense as to why my dad would come home from, from work every day and he'd look out onto the lawn and and think of things that he could do to fix the lawn <laughs> or or things he could do to make the lawn look better. I don't know. Is that every dad? Every dad comes from home from work and thinks, how can I make my time or use my time wisely? And then they look out into the lawn and they like mow the lawn or or do something that makes it look better. I don't know. That was just my dad. And now I kind of understand where he's coming from. He only has a certain amount of time and he needs to use that wisely. That's been weird for me um, this summer, trying to figure out exactly what I should do. Um, it's been an interesting time. Anyway, um, I recently just got my, my guitar strings re restrung, and that's actually how I recorded the intro. Um, I was gonna, was gonna do this podcast a couple of days ago, but then my, one of my guitar strings broke and it was really sad. And then I just got it fixed and recorded that the second that I got home. Um, and I'm pretty pleased by it. I didn't know I was gonna, I didn't think about like doing an intro song for this podcast, but I thought it was kind of fun actually. Um, and writing music and playing music is so fun. It's something that I've done actually for a lot of my life not writing specifically but playing music ever since middle school or I guess fifth grade um, which is kind of funny I I started off in percussion I played drums but the first instrument that I chose was actually clarinet which is if you know me if you're listening and you know me you know that clarinet does not suit my personality whatsoever um, there is some biases in band where um, is bias the right word or um hmm, stereotype um about each instrument so i'd say like the flutes and the clarinets are usually the smallest girls in the band or they are or there's occasionally one or two guys and that's fine i'm not like judging anyone i think it's great i think it's okay to play any instrument but there has always been this stereotype that flutes and clarinets are the small ones in the band and they I don't know. They also faint at, um, they faint. <laughs> makes no sense. Um, a little bit of backstory. I guess I should explain what I mean when I say they faint. Um, whenever we go and play for like Memorial Day services or something, we go out and it's always the hottest day ever. And the band usually goes out and plays like the national anthem or something, or plays a song for America. And it's always a flute player or someone that faints or or is just so small and then doesn't get enough food in them or water or whatever and faints. I don't know if that's another stereotype that everyone else has in their bands, that the flute players are the ones who faint, but that was one. Anyway, um, the saxophone players, they, I don't know. I don't know if there's much of a stereotype with them. I kind of just associate them with jazz. Um, <laughs> so maybe they're the cool ones I think the saxophone players are the chill ones they've never been like the cocky ones like the trumpets the trumpet players are the cocky ones the trombones are I'd say for for me I I think they're the smart ones they're smarter than a lot of people like musically and just in general um the tuba player could be bigger but then again the tuba player that played in my band actually was one of my good friends and he wasn't big at all he was not he was just you know a skinny dude 
tall-ish. So I don't know. I guess tuba is a big instrument, so you associate it with bigger guys, but that's not true. Or girls. I don't know. Girls can play tuba. Once again, we're not we're not letting anyone um, not do any. I don't know. The words that I say sometimes don't actually make sense when I say them, but we we I allow anyone to play any instrument. So yeah, girls play tuba. Absolutely, go for it. There's no nothing wrong with that. Anyway, the percussionists are the ones who have problems with um, paying attention. So obviously I had to choose percussion. Uh, my ADHD went perfect with that, actually. Um, it was funny because a lot of the time, um, a lot of the the percussionists wouldn't really have a lot to do in the back. Usually our parts weren't super hard, actually. So when we would play, we'd play like a couple of measures and then the rest of it would be us counting for a really long time and waiting to play the next measures after like 75 measures of counting. So a lot of our time was actually spent on the floor, laying on the floor. And that's where I was most of the time. And I didn't do a lot of practicing because a lot of the songs that we played were not difficult, which isn't super good for me. And it's not, doesn't show my great integrity that I have normally. I mean, I'm kidding. I don't actually, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. It was it was not hard music. So it was easy for me to want to sit on the floor and do nothing. Um or just go back there on my phone or whatever during band class. But band was my favorite class and I met all of my best friends there. Um in high school specifically. I, actually, well, I guess I, I've known them since around kindergarten even. And, um, you know, we played percussion together all, all throughout middle school and then into high school. And a funny story actually now is that me and the two friends that I'm closest with from, from high school who were also in percussion, we're all engaged right now. We, we all got engaged to our now fiancés, and I, I know both of their their fiancés as well. They were in band as well. One of them was a flute player, and one of them was a bassoon player. See, the flute player, um, she wasn't, like, incredibly tiny, but, I mean, she had, like, blonde hair and was a female. I don't know. I'm, I'm sounding, I sound like a jerk saying this, but it's, there's stereotypes for flute players. I don't understand. Also, percussionists always date flute players. I don't know what's up with that. That's a thing in, in high school too. I remember so many percussionists were dating the flute players. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, to the flute player I'm talking about, if you're listening to this podcast, um, I love you and you're great. And I'm excited to come to your wedding. Anyway, the bassoon player is dating one of my or I guess not dating, is engaged now to my, one of my good friends as well. And um, I don't know, what is the stereotype for b bassoon players? I don't think there is one because there's only usually one. So it's probably different people. I've never seen um, a lot. I don't see a lot of guy bassoon players, but maybe that's just me. Maybe that was just at my high school. Anyway, it sounds like I just live in stereotypes, but that's not actually true. Anyway, I got engaged as well. And I am dating another percussionist. Um, so I, she went to a school far, far away from mine. So it's not like I dated somebody from my high school or anything. But yeah, she played percussion. But she mostly played piano. She always tells me, I always played the, the mallet instruments because I, I played piano. 
and I was the only one that played piano, so they always put me on the mallet instruments, and I guess that makes sense. Anyway, I'm so excited that me and the two friends that, um, that I had from high school who were in percussion with me were all getting married around the same time. The first one getting married in May, and then the, the second one is literally getting married a week before I do. And that's, I think it's crazy. I was talking to them, and I said, guys, time is flying. Time is absolutely flying by. I, I completely forgot that, I mean, not forgot, I completely, like, oh, what's the word for this? I was taken back by the fact that all of us are engaged. Knowing that we all kind of knew each other since elementary school, I can still even picture their faces as, like, elementary kids. And it's so weird to me to think that that we're all engaged, about to get married, and... Oh, that seems so weird. Marriage is like the the contract that makes you an adult for sure. Age is whatever. We're all like 21, 22, but age doesn't even seem like we're adults cuz I don't I don't really feel like it. But getting married, once you're married, it's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a married man. So now I'm an actual man <laughs> and I'm actually an adult." And it's crazy. And I think that's it's crazy to me that my two friends are engaged at the same time as I am and getting married in the same year like not even I think all of us are not even a month apart so it's gonna be crazy um and I'm really excited I feel like married season or marriage season is much better than like graduation season when we graduated high school we had to go to like 800 graduation parties of everybody that you knew not actually 800 I probably went to like six per summer maybe not maybe more but marriage season is so fun going to weddings celebrating two people that you know and then dancing the night away that is the best way to celebrate I think and it's the best it's the best day even if it's not your wedding and even if it's someone you don't really even know that well it's just such a beautiful day to to see these two people um be connected as one person and I don't know I think that's so beautiful um but my favorite part is obviously dancing and going hard on the dance floor and showing off my awesome moves because I actually used to be a hip-hop dancer. So I'm obviously the best at dancing at every wedding, and that's not sarcastic at all. I'm seriously the best ever. No, I, I, I am being sarcastic. But if you ever see me on a dance floor, you'll know. I'm basically the ultimate swag master. Um <laughs> My sister actually recently just got got married. Um, she and her now husband, which is weird to say, um, live live around me right now as well. So we get to see them still. But it's it's weird because it doesn't seem much different than before. I mean, it's the only thing that's different is that they live together now, and that they're together more often. Before it was basically the same thing. They used to like hang out and be together most of the time, but now they're married. And now I have to call him my brother-in-law. Um, and that's so strange to me. Strange times, strange times. Speaking of time, I recently watched Interstellar again. And if you haven't seen it, I try. I won't spoil anything. But it is, it is crazy. And there's like fifth dimension times. And it doesn't make sense. But it's so crazy and my head hurt. It brought out pretty much every emotion in me, including, like, sadness, laughter, 
I don't know, almost anger maybe? No, not anger, but there was a lot of emotions. So I recommend watching it. That was a great movie, and it was awesome. And time in that movie doesn't really make sense, but it becomes a physical entity or something, or gravity or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot that, ha that happens in that movie. Um, I'd say that's probably my favorite movie right now, Interstellar. Um, but I'm not usually... I don't know. I don't know what kind of movies I like the best. I feel like that the movies that hurt my head the most are the ones that I like the most. Me and my dad have that in common, or my dad and I, for the grammatically correct people out there. My dad and I have that in common, and it's it's something that we can bond on, which is funny because we don't really like bond in a lot of things, which is fine. Like I still love him. We don't have the deepest conversations in the world but when we do it's it's either about music or it's about a movie that was crazy and kind of broke our head our brains or broke our i don't know our realities um my dad's great he uh <laughs> he he's not the best person at having conversation and that's just like me so I'm definitely just like him so dad I know you're listening to this because it's definitely probably only my parents listening to this right now or my fiance and my sister and her husband but dad I love you <laughs> and I am grateful for the way that you are because I don't need to have a conversation all the time and I'm totally okay with just sitting in silence watching sports with you oh sports is another topic we talk about like we're both football fans and we we watch football a lot so when football season is around i'll have things to text him about and be like did you see that sick play and he'll be like yeah and that will be pretty much the entire conversation but it's okay because i'm okay with short conversations i'm okay with um not talking for that long but it's weird because he's always the one that talks to people the longest at church I remember, I remember when I was growing up or when I was around middle school age and going into high school, maybe we would go, we went to the same church and, um, my dad would always be the one that talks to everyone forever. And I thought to myself, what is it that he is talking to them about? And how is he doing that? Cause I suck at conversation at church, especially, I don't know how to talk to people. I don't really know. So when I'm talking to somebody, I don't really know. I'll say, hey how are you and then that's pretty much all i ask my mom on the other hand wow she's really good at coming up with conversation she always tells me when you're talking to someone you should ask them about the things you know about them so for example i talk to somebody and they like boats so i can say hey or they have a boat perhaps and i say hey um how's your boat <laughs> see i can't even think of it right now just thinking but that's that's just an example, and she's she's good at that, and she's good at doing that with me, and I think that's kind of why me and my my sister have gone to her for so many things. Like we'll go to my dad when it comes to certain things, but it was always like, "Mom, can a friend come over?" or "Mom, how do we do this?" or "Mom, how should I pay for my whatever or whatever?" Because she always has good insight on that stuff, and she stayed at home mostly, which was nice too because that's probably why we go to her mostly is because she stayed at home taught piano lessons while my dad was at work mostly so it's easier to go to her for things not to say once again dad i love you but not to say that it's not easy to go to my dad but yeah it just feels more natural 
And I think one thing is funny is my mom will always be like, well, go ask your dad. Why don't you ask your dad? Well, it's because I love you, mom. And it's because I want to ask you because I trust your, your, your say in things. And I trust your opinions. And dad doesn't talk that much. And he doesn't know how to express his opinions because he'll say, well, have you asked your mother before he answers his opinion? <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> uh, I love my parents and I love my family. We have a really good dynamic. Um, we always, I don't know, we, when we get together, especially the six of us, me and my sister, her husband, my fiance, and then my parents, we just, we laugh the night away, dude. We, I don't know how, I don't know what happens, but me and my brother-in-law, we could laugh forever together and we like get to the point where we're wheeze laughing and we sound like teapots or tea kettles like going off or whatever you want to call that I don't know what that is and oh it's just so good being together with my entire family during COVID actually we were together for such a long time and we um I'm sorry, I just like almost puked in my mouth a little bit there, but it was just a burp. Um, we During COVID, we, we were together for quite some time. Um, my sister and her husband weren't with us at this time, but we watched every single Marvel movie in order. So the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which by the way, I love and so does my family. And that's another thing my dad and I can talk about, which is, wow, can you believe that that person did that thing? in that movie i'm trying to avoid every spoiler possible but um that's that's another conversation we can have about superheroes and about the mcu and stuff um yeah we watched every single movie in order and it was so good i got so attached to every character and by the end of it i felt so sad and it's kind of like the times when you're watching a netflix show and you can easily click next season because there's like eight seasons already because it's either you click next season or you sit there and you contemplate life and you contemplate why you are existing and everything about your life and everything about everything. And it, and it starts becoming overwhelming. So clicking to the next episode instead of um, feeling sad about the cliffhanger that they left you on, it makes it a lot easier. You can see what happens next and you can figure it out and you will be happy again until you have to stop watching, which is easy. So you, so you just keep watching until they end an episode without a crazy cliffhanger. You can say, okay, that wasn't that bad. I can I can rest. I can back away from Netflix. It's really like a, it takes a toll on you. Netflix shows or shows, shows that you really like and, and that you really fall in love with. The characters, the character development man, I could talk about that. One thing that I'm really passionate about is interior design, completely different topic. But I was thinking about this because I'm really passionate about character development as well, or about the way that movies kind of bring characters to life and how, how the actors bring them to lives and how they, how they do a good job with that. But interior design in a house, ooh, to my fiance, I know you're listening. I will be decorating our house and I will be decorating the inside. I know you know this. And you can absolutely help, but I have to like it for it to be there, <laughs> okay? She actually messaged me the other day. We're not going to be living together until, you know, next year. And she messaged me. She, she, she sends me this, like, plant thing. And she goes, do you like this? And I, and I was like, yeah, why? 
And she said, because I'm going to buy it right now. And everything that I pretty much buy now will probably be in our house or our apartment in the future. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, great. That's good. Um, thanks for asking. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. It's a weird concept to think like she's going to be buying things and everything that she has in her room, everything that I have in my room, like will all probably be collected into one apartment. And that's very interesting because I have a giant love sack beanbag chair and she loves it. So she's excited about that. But I have maybe other things that she wouldn't love. I don't know. I guess not really. I have a desk, a beanbag chair. I don't know. I think one thing that might not be the best is sharing clothes because she has a, or sharing a closet because she has a lot of clothes and I do too. But not not as much as her, but like more than the average guy probably does. I don't know if I like clothes more than the average guy. I just have a good amount and I'm not really sure why. I love 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 sweater weather, like cold weather. I'm the kind of guy that sweats like profusely just by sitting down like right now as I'm sitting here I'm I'm sweating well I, I don't know if I'm sweating that bad but I'm definitely sweating and I, I I sleep with a fan on right on that blows right onto my body while I'm sleeping and I sleep in the cold I, I grew up in a basement when I was at home I slept in my basement and that was much colder than everywhere else and it was amazing in the house I'm in now I'm upstairs so all the heat's coming up here and it's much hotter I can still sleep, but at nights that we don't have the AC on to save energy and not pay so much for our bill, um, it's not that easy to sleep. And sometimes I wake up sweating. Um, I don't really know where I was going. I feel like there was something else I was going to say about the cold. Oh, yeah, sweater weather. I brought that up. I love wearing sweaters or sweatshirts with joggers or sweatpants. It's just the best weather. Fall weather, when the trees are colorful, so beautiful. Everything about nature, everything about everything, basically, is just so beautiful. And I actually want to take my engagement pictures with my fiancé during that time because it's so pretty. I look good in flannels and in sweatshirts or sweaters. So sweaters is what we'll be wearing um, to my fiancé. Once again, if you're hearing this, we're wearing sweaters for our engagement pictures, and I hope you enjoy um, yeah, so that sounds great. That sounds like a good time. And my brain is almost turning off now. Usually when I when I think of something and there's not something else that pops up, that's a good that sounds like a good time to end the podcast actually. Um, but usually when that happens, um, it's kind of nice. I can kind of sit in silence. But then something else will pop up like, I don't know, I'll see a fly and I'll think, oh man, I hope that fly, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll just end it because now my words are just not making any sense. But anyway, thank you for listening. This was, this was a fun time. I hope you enjoyed listening to me talk about all the things that pop into my head. These were normal things. Sometimes it's kind of random, but today was a little bit more normal. Um, anyway, this was the first episode of 80 to the HD podcast. I hope you enjoyed so much. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you next time.